Jordan and Jake. Powered by Ortho Carolina. The home stops, he throws it across field. Guess who? Jordan Gross. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. It is that time again, the Jordan and Jake podcast. I'm Jordan Gross, and I'm powered by, well, I guess Jake's powered as well. We're all powered by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice, but there's only one better choice, Ortho Carolina, official team physician of the Carolina Panthers. Now, Jake, my good friend, before I bring you on, we were talking before we started, and I think our, our listening audience has come to realize very quickly, if, they, uh, if they've been part of our audience for long, that you're literally just eavesdropping on a conversation you and I are having over the phone when you listen to our podcast. I mean, we've got top-of-the-line studio uh, producer and Matt Hogan. We've got every resource the Carolina Panthers could throw at us. But we choose to live our lives on the run, Jake. Today is no different. So you're, you're literally driving down the road recording this podcast. Am I correct? That's 100% correct. And I'm totally focused. I have the AirPods in, two hands on the wheel. I'm in the 10 and 2 location on the wheel. And I'm totally focused. Now, what if you get pulled over? Are you, will you please stay on the air? Is that going to be something that we... I will stay on the air, and I am going about two miles an hour underneath the speed limit and smooth sailing. <laughs> smooth sailing. Are you going to go to a Starbucks or something along the way and put in a order to go? I, I will not. I've already had my two cups of coffee about five, six hours, probably about six hours ago, so I'm good to go. Six hours ago. So right now where I sit in Idaho, it's 925. So that's 1025 for you. So six hours right. ago means at 425 in the morning, you had two cups of coffee. Is that approximately yes, accurate? Was, yes, my coffee maker was making my first one at exactly that time. And I indulged in another one because it is 38 degrees in South Louisiana. And in oh, case man. you didn't know it, that is like minus 47 in any other place in the country it's freezing all right there's a lot to cover here first yes. off your your cup your cup of coffee is it actually a cup of coffee or is it like an espresso machine is it a latte no. is there what what's our cream and sugar content how are we looking so i have a carrying machine uh, machine and it's a you know pod a certain pod that i like to use and which is what little- what is it it What's is the pod? a Star- Starbucks, the Pike Place. Uh, that roast is what I like. And okay. I have a little bit of creamer and some local honey. I, I local. use honey as my sweetener. Yes. Yes. Bernard's honey. So I use a Bern- local honey a little bit. So why are we going? Lo- why do you say local like that? What Do you, because do you believe there's some in- holistic benefits to the locality I of do. honey? I do. I do. Such with, as, um, such as. Well, my thing is this. So um, the different times of year, you're going to have some different blooming and plants and things of that nature. So I want it done uh, with the local bees that are that are here that are from this area. And I can have that just kind of help my uh, 
with allergies and things like that. And I like the taste and I'm supporting local. So wow. I feel very good you, about that. You know yeah. what? I, I mean, I hope you can hear this. I am applauding that decision, Jake. The, I, I hear it well, I, I love but it. it's hard for me to hear because I am patting myself on the back at the same you time. You should. So, I mean, you know, well, I'm exactly. giving you a local congratulations, okay, for for what oh, you're doing you. there. Did we have bees on our farm here? Did you know that? I did not know that, and I would think yep. Little Buddy uh, Farm could start yeah. harvesting some honey from the bees on the farm. We do, and I took. I had like a bee guy that came and taught me, and you know, I learned from. His name was Roman. And when he was here helping, the bees were doing great. When I took over, the harvest was not plentiful. I'll just put it that way. So I've since got another guy back to help me with it, but it's pretty cool seeing them all out there. Now, why do we get up? I know we've covered this, but it still perplexes me. Why do we get up at 425 in the morning? Because I just like it. It's dark. No one else is up in the house. I think there's many people not up in this world, and it's quiet. I don't have to worry about a phone and I can just kind of soak up things, read things. I just, I love getting up early in the morning. There's lots of people up in the world, Jake. On the other side of the country, it's like midday. Yeah. So that theory but in, my, in my world, in my world, they are not. So that's how, okay. I, that's how I look at it. And then do we go any more coffee the rest of the day? Or are you just by 5 a.m. No. the coffee's done. It's time to get serious. Let's move on. Yep. Coffee's done. That's it. Oh, see, I drink afternoon coffee as well. Anyways, very, uh, very, very seldom. Yeah. So. You know what? We could use some local honey around here because we've got, a, I'm a family of five, as you know, and we have one of those colds that's infiltrated the house. You know, everybody has it in our area and it's selectively going from one person and then like as they're almost, it's like a 10 day process. Then as they're almost healthy, bam, the next guy or next gal in our family gets it. So, and then they stretch it out and everybody's like, oh man, I'm going to get it. And then you get the tickle in the throat. You know what I'm talking about? And the nasty snot start. So we're on like day 40 of a cold in our house. I swear to God, I'm going to go nuts if we don't get rid of all the coffin. Nice. So who's the last person that did not? Dana. Well, no, Teddy. Okay. My old Teddy hasn't gotten it yet, but Dana's dealing with it right now, and she's got the best germ control, so she's got like the third iteration, which is the most violent. So my philosophy is, I just start kissing everybody as soon as the cold comes in, because I'm like, I'm getting this thing early before it mutates to like gross version 5.0, which is the worst version. You know what I mean? And then, and then, but that, you wouldn't know about that because of the local honey. So you're, you go. <laughs> you're good to go. You're good to go. Uh, we, last week, when we got the air, producer Matt asked you via text message, or maybe it was over the phone, one of his heroes in the biz is Al Michaels. Al happened to be calling the game last Thursday, just next door in the broadcast booth uh, at Bank of America Stadium. You said you'd be happy to introduce Matt because he's a big fan of the the ponies, I believe is what you said. Did it happen? How did Correct. it happen? Yes, it did happen. And listen, um, very small corridor where our studios are located uh, on game day. And so Charlie Dayton uh, press box. Charlie Dayton exactly. press Yeah. So I, uh, I ran into Kirk Herbstreet a lot earlier. He was eating, and he and I had a long talk uh, about the game. He, he had some questions about the Panthers, and we were just going back and forth talking about the game. And I've known him for years. I've met him back. And so we discussed and things like that. And I said, 
hey, where's Al? He said, look, he's in there. Go tell him hello. I said, I will in a little bit because I did not see Podcast Matt. And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, I see Al walking down. I, I grab my phone to call Podcast Matt to get him. In, and sure enough, as soon as I hit send to send the call, here's Matt walking down the corridor, the hallway. So I said, like, Matt, come here. And I said, Mr. Al, introduce myself. Hey, how you been? We talked a little bit about the horses. And I said, I want you to meet one of our esteemed colleagues, Matt, who it's a dream for him to meet you. And he, you know, in Al Michaels way, oh my gosh, not a dream, Matt. How are you? Nice to see you. Very cordial, very nice. And, you know, Matt walked on there the rest of the evening. How did Matt represent our broadcast team? Did he handle it okay? Or was he super fan? Did he ask for an autograph? Where were we Yes, at? he he did not revert back to early Matt where he forgot his luggage and he didn't okay. press record on the podcast. Good. He handled it. Okay. You know, it was a, uh, it was a very quick <laughs> meeting, but I was professional and almost like a proud father. Uh, okay. This kid's starting to learn. So that's kind of exactly Good. how it went down. Well, you're making dreams come true and handling it. Well, Jake's to segue to our Panthers that later that night, after the big introduction between Matt and Al, there was a pretty good football game for the Carolina Panthers. Very good football game. Very fun football game. Um, weather was not the greatest. I think we did get lucky because of the hurricane, the remnants that were passing through. We didn't get that strong of rain, but it was a kind of a constant mist that rained hard and, extremely damp wet football and i thought we did a really good job and when you run the football 47 times for gosh was it 232 yards that equates to a good night and so it was a good night at bank of america stadium uh on our first annual uh amazon prime nationally televised game well i enjoyed it and i liked the all black and there was a buzz happening around the country from the all black jake the i mean we've done black on black tops and bottoms, but not the black helmets. Did you get a look at one up close? I did, Jordan. And I will say that I arrived extremely early for the game because I was flying in from um, uh, Lexington, Kentucky, and I saw the weather chances. There's a possibility I could have an issue. So I flew flew in um, about 10 that morning and I went right to the stadium and stayed there all day. So kind of hung around. So was looking for things to do. And I might have helped put out some raincoats with some of the equipment managers. I might have filled up some gum racks uh, just to quit bothering our esteemed equipment manager, Don Toner, and all the guys. But I did see the black helmets, and there definitely was a buzz about the black helmets. And I thought it looked really well. Yeah. Have you seen the series that Steve Smith's done is doing about the the jobs in the NFL where he goes and he's like the K-ball guy and he's doing the food and stuff? I think that's awesome. I. I think it's awesome. I've only seen two. I don't know how many there. I saw the Minnesota one where he was with the chefs. And then I yep. saw the one in New York when he visited with uh, Jackie Miles and the New York Giants crew. So I thought those were really good. I, I just think that gives people a true behind the scenes that like these players, it's not just, and Jordan, you know this, and it's not just the players and the coaches, the equipment managers, the trainers, the cooks, the mail clerks, it's those. I mean, that's your extended family. The groundskeepers, those are your buddies. Those are your guys and gals that you you hang out with. And I, I just, to me, I always think that's um, that's always fascinating for the outside world just to see. Hey, this is you know, this is I guess you could say normal life and just guys and 
they get paid a lot of money because they're good athletes. But other than that, it's a, it's, it's a normal work day. Yeah, no, it's a great series. Anybody should check it out. I've learned a lot and I even thought I knew a good bit about what all went on. Uh, okay, Jake. So we're moving forward now. We're playing the Ravens at Baltimore on Sunday, one o'clock. They're six and three. We're three and seven. Okay. They've got Lamar Jackson, and we've got Baker Mayfield now back at quarterback. Okay, PJ rolled his ankle. Baker's in there. I'm just going to say it. Is this Baker's kind of last chance, Jake? Well, listen, Jordan, I I think it is a last chance in a way that, um, look, Cleveland wanted to go in another direction. So he came here, and things did not go that great for us. I, I don't think that's, you know, stretching it by any by any means and head coach gets fired and Baker has a high ankle during that game and so now and I think Baker alluded to it in his initial presser this week of that hey things are different now um some people are not here so uh this is a fresh start that's how he's looking at it um and it'll be a great test Jordan because the more I went through our season so far I think the best team we've played in my opinion was San Francisco well, this is not the best team we're playing. This is the second best in Baltimore. And they're coming off a bye. Uh, and they added an extremely uh, um, important piece in getting Roquan Smith, the linebacker from the Bears. So this will be a, uh, his second time playing for them. But he'll have two more weeks after a bye week to kind of get into it. So tough, tough task. Huge, huge opportunity for Baker. Hopefully he doesn't put too much pressure on himself. And we can just run the football effectively, which – we have shown with Deontay Foreman we can, but there's a problem. Baltimore, I believe, is the third-ranked uh, defense in the NFL in stopping the run. So tough task, tall task, um, but what more could you ask for as a competitor and a player for Baker to try to lead the Panthers this weekend? What? Do, how much do you read into Coach Wilkes mentioning he has to get some opportunities for Darnold? He's, obviously, he's back off IR, and he's said now that he feels great and everything's ready to go what do you perceive there being a role for him in this game or like coach Wilkes said you can't just force it to happen you know you know what um I I was surprised when coach Wilkes said that to be honest I I figured at some point we were we are going to see Sam Sam had a pretty pretty rough injury to say the least I mean I know it was a high ankle but that was a pretty severe high ankle that he suffered against Buffalo the last preseason game so he, uh, he looks to be healthy now, and I do see him playing at some point. I was a little surprised Coach Wilkes did say that, so maybe there is a package. I don't know that, or maybe that's coach speak, and that is to put something out there to give Baltimore uh, more things to work on uh, going into this weekend's game. It seems like, though, they'll be working on Deontay Foreman pretty well, Baltimore will. I, I, dude, I just can't tell you how excited I've been watching the O-line, who's consistently been awesome this year. And then Foreman just running the ball like a madman, just physical style. I know you said Baltimore's, you know, rated highly against the run, but Jake, you got to figure that the the game plan isn't going to be much different from what we've seen the last couple weeks, even though it's a different quarterback. Yeah, Jordan, I I don't think it will be, and I hope it's not. I think we need to play it that way, um, especially if we can keep Lamar Jackson off of the field. you know, I love my, my horses, Jordan. I love my race horses. Well, I think Lamar Jackson is a unicorn because he is just he's a he's a freak show, man. What he can do, not only running the football, 
escapability in the pocket, extending plays. He He's pretty darn accurate when he throws the football. There was a knock on him coming out. Well, I think he's pretty good, and he might or might not be getting his stud tight end back, um, Andrews, this weekend. And they want to run it also, and they run it with him. It's um, God, This is a tough challenge, Jordan. I, I know I said it might be the second – I think it's the second toughest team we played this year. It could be the toughest team. This is a team that they're poised to make a deep run. Okay, I got a question for you off topic about um, yes. Lamar Jackson. So he okay is this correct that he never got he never got a deal signed right he they they tabled nope, it correct right and at the end of that he was still representing himself correct correct what so you got to figure like they had to have offered him the same contract as Russell Wilson would, would right? I mean, something like that. Let's call it five years, $240 million. Okay. Like, first of all, it's, you know, we played in a, diff, a different era and we were very lucky on our end and fortunate and all that stuff. But what, how do you, what do you think about that, Jake? Like to represent yourself, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm not going to go for it. I'm going to play another season. What's your take on that? I'm just curious as a quarterback. I, I was lucky enough to be represented by some fantastic agents, as I think you were, Jordan. And I just know, and I'm not saying quarterback is a different position, but, or it's, it needs to be considered different, but it is like, to me, you it need is. representation. Yeah. You need representation, but not only, for on the field contract, but off the field, the opportunities are endless and a good agent in that way. And maybe he has some advisors. I really don't know the whole dynamic, but I think the whole issue with this, it goes back to Deshaun Watson. I think what the Cleveland Browns did, that ownership group and guaranteeing, uh, what, $242 million on that contract. I truly believe that that put Lamar Jackson's contract talks to a screeching halt because it's very simple. You're going to pay him this kind of money when I've been way more successful than Deshaun Watson. I've been the MVP. I've gone to the playoffs. I've won more playoff games than him. And overall, if you compare the two, it's not even close with the production, uh, the way Lamar has outplayed him. So maybe he was like, I'm not taking anything less than Deshaun. Matter of fact, I want more because I produce more. And I think that's probably what's the biggest snag into all this, to be very honest. I don't know this. I'm not privy to any of this information, but that's what I truly believe. It, it does say a little bit about Lamar's uh, competitive nature or professionalism, whatever it is, that he says, all right, we're going to table this, and then he's playing like he's playing still. I mean, there's no sign of him saving him. I heard Ed Reed um, earlier in the season said he gave some advice to Lamar, like, hey, make sure you protect yourself this season, you know, and like th there's – that's awesome advice, but it doesn't seem like Lamar's doing that at all. He's out there like playing as good or better than he ever has, Jake. I'm like you, Jordan. I, I know he, listen, he's making a good, good amount of money. He was a first round pick, but my gosh, you're talking like ridiculous finances. If you sign one of these contracts for, you know, um, but he's betting on himself and right now he's winning and he's winning extremely <laughs> It's a far advantage by far as how far he's winning, to be quite honest, you know. Right. Um, and if something happens, I mean, they can still franchise him, I believe, for two more seasons after this year. And I believe that's, what, 20% raises each time. So 
it's a um, he's betting on himself, but he's winning. Oh, he's doing a great, and it's coming from the racehorse guy. You know, the bets are never a sure thing. <laughs> uh, all right, last thing all I right. got: 2014, the Carolina Panthers finished the season uh, seven, eight, and one. Jake, you remember this? Okay, led I by do. an incredible sideline rookie sideline reporter in Jordan Gross, but that's for another day. Okay, so at here's how the season went: two and zero to start, then two and two after four weeks. Then three and two after five weeks. Okay, not doing too bad. Then we go on this skid. Tie, loss, 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 loss. At one point, the 2014 Panthers were three, eight, and one. Okay, not looking real bright, Jake. And then the Panthers win four in a row to finish the year out in the worst division in the NFL. Sounds familiar. And end up seven, eight, and one win the division, win the wild card at home, end up in the divisional round of the playoffs where they lose to Seattle 31-17, to Jake. You know where I'm headed with this. Is it possible that history repeats itself with us being 3-7 and seven right now? Well, I know exactly where you're heading, and I'm heading in a different direction, but I'm going to go in your direction first. Okay, good. Uh, listen, it's very, it, it's very possible, and, and this weekend is going to be a big, big – part in it because I don't see us playing another football team as good as Baltimore uh, the rest of the year, to be very honest. Um, and, and it's possible. This team is playing different under Steve Wilkes. I, I don't care. You just watch it. I understand we laid an egg in Cincinnati, but I, I said it all. You got to flush it. We, the whole team laid an egg. I, I just I don't know if it was the overtime, the, the, the terrible way to lose to Atlanta, in Atlanta, whatever it was. This team's playing different um, and you know, we had the little mini buy, and if we can get a win, it's 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 all possible. So we'll see where I was going with this, Jordan. And you don't might not recall that the Panthers did beat, um, did win the first round of the playoffs against Arizona. Was that correct? Right. And when they that's went, correct. All right. And unfortunately for me, that you could not attend my surprise 40th birthday party the following week, which you were going to attend. That's right. And you had. You had to go to Seattle. So right. needless to say, I had a surprise party I knew nothing about, obviously. And I had some close buddies that were able to come. And you were supposed to be there. And I know. you told Carrie, hey, listen, if the Panthers win, I can't, you know, I've got to I've got to do the, the game. They need so me. The team needs me. They And listen, they did need you. And at the party that night, we had TV set up. It was at a restaurant specifically to watch that game. And hoping we get a glimpse of you and wishing, you know, you could have right. taken in like with a uh, sign. Festivals. Yeah. Exactly. I'm glad you were exactly. harboring that anger still that I wasn't there for your surprise it's not anger. party, Jay. No, it's not anger. It's just the true feelings that, you know, I have for guys that I played with and things yeah. like that. I'm there for them. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? Unfortunately, your 50th's coming up soon, bud. So maybe I'll make it to that one, okay? Sounds good. Real quick before we wrap it up. <laughs> Um, were you surprised at the, uh, I don't know if hatred is the right word, the disgust of all the talking heads in regards to the Jeff Saturday hiring? Because I was floored, I guess you could say Sunday, uh, this weekend and listening to everybody just kind of poo poo the idea. And listen, I know it's hard, but it was complete. 
it was misery what, when I was hearing what certain people were saying about what a disgrace and things like that. I, I don't know. I, that bothered me a good bit. Well, didn't we make fun of him as well, Jay? Well, we did. So we well, got to no, be we careful did, what but, we but say here. I, I understand. I'm not speaking because, like, I'm like, hey, that's hard. I don't understand how you do it. It's hard. But, like, some people are saying, what a disgrace of the industry. I mean, the guy came in yeah, and, no and very serious. We just were Very making simple. fun of the fact that he didn't know what was going on or didn't know anybody's name. Hey, but I, look what he did. Hey, uh, veteran quarterback, you're getting in there, and uh, we're running the football. So get, let's get with it. I love you, it. you sound exactly like a media personality that's saying the exact opposite thing one week later, Jake. Wrong you did answer. a whole stand-up bit about how bad it was going to be. No, I didn't say how bad. I'm saying how how, how no, I was surprised put in that situation. On a serious note, I was surprised with like the the violence that some people were spewing about the hire. I completely agree. But hey, we'll see we'll see if it holds up for two weeks. And if nothing else, the guys probably had a fun time in the locker room afterwards. That's definitely sure. that's definitely true. I'm sure they did. Exactly. All right, Jake. Well, hey, uh, you have fun in Baltimore, and then you got a couple weeks off, and Thanksgiving week, the whole deal. So there's a lot of good things coming up, and we'll talk about it next week on the Jordan and Jake podcast, powered by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice. But there's only one better choice, Ortho Carolina, official team physician of the Carolina Panthers. All right, Jake, be good. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.